Hello and welcome back to Philosophy, the podcast where I talk about whatever I like. Today, I actually filmed this podcast twice before now. The first time I had my audio off and the second time I had my camera off. So I've just taken a slight break <laughs> to gather myself because I really was about to lose it. Um, and now I'm going to try to reattempt to do this again. Um, I'm in my sweats now and I am, you know, just trying to get comfortable and let's, let, <laughs> let's do this before my patience completely runs out. So um, let's go, shall we? Now, um, I'm going to be continuing the painting of the man and woman today. Um, the only thing is that I really wanted to try and do some details on this painting, um, even though I haven't technically finished her whole face, and I should probably do that before I go in with the details, but I just wanted to do this today. The only issue is that it is in such a weird angle, and because of the lights, it has a lot of reflection when it comes to like my eyes, so it's quite difficult to see. So. Let's see how this goes for a future podcast. It might not be as visible um, if you're watching this on YouTube. If not, sorry for wasting your time um, if you're just hearing this. And uh, let's get going. So the thing that I want to talk about today is um, something that I that came up in a conversation with a friend a few days ago and has just been on my mind. And not only has it just you know been playing around in my head, but more than that, it's kind of been starting to uproot and put into question a lot of things for me in terms of how I was raised and in terms of my values and I just wanted to do some thinking out loud on this um, with you here today so that's what we're going to be doing. What I am, oh let me pull up the painting, there we go. So the topic I am going to be talking about today is that of suffering and more specifically of grit. And is grit perhaps a bit overrated and romanticised? And should we actually respect that sort of hard work? Or is there a better way? And what are the dark sides to grit? So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, let's get going. So before I start, I just wanted to give a slight definition of what I mean when I talk about grit in general, because yes, it might not be the same thing for everyone, or I might just have a word definition in my mind. So when I talk about grit, hmm, what I mean is the, the state of sticking to a situation or activity or state of being, which one finds not enjoyable and potentially painful for either the benefit of other people or for the imagined future benefit of that same person. So that's how I would define grit. And before I get into the conversation on this topic, there's just one, I want to say tiny, but it's not really tiny, huge disclaimer that I want to make. And this is a bit of beef that I have in general with kind of the online productivity, self-improvement, life design world, because I'm sure a lot of people will not agree with me. And um, I just this is genuinely just the way I feel about this. And I think that I'm slightly annoyed with the way that hard work and perseverance and life design is portrayed online in the sense that anyone can do this thing and anyone can change their circumstances and improve their circumstances in this certain way and achieve what other people have achieved. Now, 
Although I wish that were true, I don't think that is the case. And for example, even in my own personal life, it is only now that I have the luxury to choose whether I want to go to university or not go. Um, that I have the luxury to think that, oh, I could make a video today or could not make a video today. Um, this has not been the case for a huge part of my life, and it is not the case for many, many people. Um, I think that there are people living in countries in the world where they do not speak the language, and therefore their employment issues, their employment opportunities are quite limited. There are people who um, have disabilities. There are people who have a huge amount of debt, for example, that they need to pay off and they can't risk kind of changing about their career because they need to literally put this payment in um, from their next salary. There are people who have children and obligations and families and cannot decide to up and change everything that they want when they want and to risk things just to kind of um, improve their lives and do what they want, um, at least not with the ease that we see people online doing these things. And I get it, it's fine. We don't have representation online of these other people specifically because there potentially cannot really be that much and it's not that easy. The countries in the world where women are even not allowed to work. So I think it is super, super difficult to kind of compare these with one another. So when I talk about grit, I talk about my position specifically. And even though I've been in different positions in the past, I, I don't feel as though it's a kind of appropriate for me to talk about them both because I don't think I'm comfortable talking about them and um, because it's just n not not the situation anymore. So I'm not going to be referring to those. I'm going to be referring to the state that I am in now um, where grit would be by choice. And I think that's a huge distinction to make because sticking to a job that you hate because you have children is not the same, in my mind at least, to sticking to a job for, you know, my own future I don't know, because I'm waiting for my Christmas bonus, for example. Those, I think, are two very, very different things. So um, that's just something that I wanted to put out there. Before I get into this topic, I'm talking about voluntary, consensual um, grit that can or cannot be there. I'm not talking about difficult life circumstances, which are actually the case for the majority of people in the world, unfortunately. Um, I'm definitely not, not talking about that. So then when it comes to my grit and that is sticking to something that I don't enjoy um, because, you know, for some future benefits. I think this ties very closely into the way that I was raised um, in that I was, when I was younger, I was very often described as be having a lot of grit was one of the first things that people described about me. So it was like, when it came to my work, people would say things um, along the lines of, you know, Elizabeth, everything that she touches just turns to gold. She just sticks to everything. No matter how hard it is, she will take it to the end. If she touches a job, it's going to get done. Um, this is just, you know, the kind of person that she is. So this, and I think a lot of the work that I'm doing now with myself is kind of working on this specifically. So trying to analyse what did people say about me and what did people call me and how much of this have I kind of internalised as part of my personality? How much of this do I feel kind of scared to let go um, and scared to change? Um, and this is definitely a huge part of the work that I'm doing right now with myself um, is based on this but grit definitely ties into that so I'm happy that this conversation came up the other day because I was like oh yeah I need to I need to work on this um so this this virtue in a way of sticking to everything that you start taking things to the end no matter how difficult things are this is a good thing I wonder if that's actually as great as it was made out to be to me when I was younger. 
and if it's worth the problematic sides to it in general. Um, I think that I, I, I get where it comes from because, for example, um, I don't think it's possible to achieve anything good unless you have a ridiculous amount of luck without exercising a lot of grit. Um, because, for example, if we were to ask someone who has built a very, very successful company um, for if we were to say that, hey, you know, were there times where you didn't want to do this and it was really, really hard and you thought you were going to quit? Um, I'm, you know, 100% sure that they'd say, yeah, hell yes, there were so many times that I felt that way. And um, by the same token, if we were to ask someone in a very successful 30-year marriage that, hey, um, were there times where you thought you wanted to leave this person and you weren't going to make it? I'm also certain that most people would say, yes, there were. So we can kind of assume that everyone exercises grit, especially very successful people. And then I think um, at least what was done for me was that was extrapolated to say that, hey, you know, you know what the secret is? It's sticking to things. You won't be successful unless you stick to things, which was true. So therefore you should stick to everything, which is the part that I find problematic and I don't think is true. Um, I don't think that should we have the choice to design our lives, we should be sticking to everything just because we started it um, and taking pride in the fact that, and even more taking pride in the fact that we can stick through pain and we can take pain. Um, I think that's a terrible thing. I definitely used to do this to myself in the past. I would take pride in my ability to, um, and I still do, I still do, that's lie. I still do take pride in my ability to stick through difficult situations. And I wonder why that's such... I don't think that's a good thing. I think we romanticize pain a bit. And what, what I mean is I, I don't think that pain is bad. But also I don't think that pain is good. And what I mean by that is I don't think the solution to someone going through a very difficult time is to say, good job, you must have so much grit. You are so resilient. You're so strong. Good on you for that suffering um, you're such a great person. It's, you know, great to suffer. This is a virtue. You stuck through it. You're great. Um, I, the way that I am trying to approach suffering rather is that being a bit more apathetic towards it and accepting rather than admiring of suffering, if that makes sense. I think that's a very subtle distinction, but it does make a big difference to me um, when I don't think that, oh, I suffered. It's so great. I'm such a strong person, but rather I think, oh, I suffered, that is life, and um, it is what it is, basically. So, okay, that happened, we move on. Um, and therefore, I think in that way, also I chase suffering a bit less, because I feel as though in the past, in some form, I think a part of me took pride in my ability to suffer. And I wonder, therefore, if perhaps maybe I was chasing suffering as an easy way to feel good about myself. Um, there's this very, very, I'm going on a slight tangent here, but um, there, I don't know where I read this. It's in my second brain somewhere. I don't know where I read this, but it was, oh, it must have been another bottle somewhere. But there was this absolutely beautiful, really terrifying thing um, that someone wrote that I think it was the first, the first time that I read it written somewhere where um, there was a young lady and she was daydreaming and she was daydreaming um, that her whole family would die. Um, she was daydreaming, what if my, you know, my siblings died and um, my husband died and, you know, my parents died and everyone died and everyone in the village would pity me, but I would be so strong. I would just get out of it very, very soon and I would just go straight to work 
And everyone would say, oh my God, she's such a strong lady. She went through this so, so easily. And the purpose of saying this, um, the, the author literally said that she's not a bad woman. This is not to say that she hates her family or wants her family to die. This is not the thought of a um, a psychopath or someone, who, a sociopath or someone who hates their family. This is a thought of a normal human being who daydreams about power and respect. And um, these sort of thoughts are not actually that foreign. And there are things that we don't like to accept and admit to others. I wonder if everyone else has had daydreams like this. I haven't had this one specifically, but I have had very many similar ones um, when I was younger. And I, when I read this, I just felt ah, so relieved um, and so seen and recognised. But I think only now, thinking about grit and suffering, I'm I'm realising that the reason that we have these terrible daydreams, and I, the, the point of this podcast is not to eliminate those terrible day, daydreams, I think, um, they're, yeah, they, they, they're harmless. But um, the reason that someone would want that suffering um, and to go through it and to have that heart, to have so much grit after it is because they would want people to respect them. And we respect people going through pain. We respect people who manage pain well. We respect people who can tolerate it, who stick to things. We respect grit. And I just think that that is not a universal um, kind of, it shouldn't be universally accepted. I think there is such a thing as stupid suffering when you have choice. Please, I just really, really want to bring back to my initial um, my initial kind of thing that I said in that this is only applies to the cases where there is um, kind of choice. But I do think that there is such a thing as stupid suffering. And many, many times in my life, I have done stupid suffering. And what I needed to hear in those times and what I would have preferred to hear is not, Elizabeth, great job, you're such a strong young lady and you see things to the end. But what I would have preferred to see is someone to tell me, well, that was pretty stupid. And what can we learn from it? Yes, you suffered, but it was pointless. What can we learn from it? Yes, grit was and can be pointless. And I think in in this generalization of, yes, successful people, they went through their difficult times and therefore that's why they're successful. Yes, but they went through difficult times in the right thing and not in the wrong thing. And so I've recently been thinking that if I would have a limited amount of questions to ask someone successful, um, for example, to ask, you know, Elon Musk on how did you know Tesla would do so well, or Jeff Bezos on Amazon, I don't think I would ask them how did they know that that thing would be so successful? Because I don't think that's a good question. I don't think they would have a good answer for it. I think in retrospect, they can give a retrospective answer, but clarity only comes on retrospect. And therefore that retrospective answer is not something that I can use in the future as much. I mean, it's still a valuable answer. I'm not saying that. I would still take it for sure. Um, But I think the question, the first question I would rather ask would be, what did they quit? And how did they know when to quit? Because that's not a retrospective answer. That's a prospective answer. And therefore I think it's so much more valuable. I would want them to tell me how what did they pull out of? What did they think? No, this isn't worth, this isn't, this isn't worth my grit because they have grit. I'm certain that Elon Musk has grit. I'm certain that Jeff Bezos has grit. So what does Jeff Bezos quit? What does he just pull out or what does he stop doing? All of these successful people in history, what wars did they not go into? What relationships did they leave? What things, what suffering did they refuse to go through? What grit did they not exercise? That is what I want to know. Because 
you know, the success stories, no, not, not that valuable, not that valuable. I can't really use that unless, you know, I have the specific conditions. I mean, I can use that to look back and say, oh, that would have been a great thing. But, you know, it's not as helpful in my eyes as um, stopping doing things. And therefore, that's what I would want to know. And um, yeah, so I think that I wish that I can train myself to stop fitting round pegs into square holes, or is it the other way around? I don't know. Um, to stop trying to make, you know, things happen when they're just not working while I am fueling myself with this kind of self-love and respect for being so persistent and hardworking and not quitting and, you know, just sticking to the things that I start and rather being a bit more, I think, brutal with myself and recognising my stupidity when it is there recognizing my time wasting when it is there, recognizing the fact that sometimes I am just getting pleasure from the pain for the sake of it because I've been, you know, trained to have that associated with my ego and it, you know, makes me feel better about myself and gives feel fuels my self-esteem when I stick through difficult times because I've been told that, you know, that's a virtue and that's a great thing and I'm so strong for doing this thing rather than just being plain stupid sometimes, which I very often, very often do. So yes, that was my rant on this. Um, I've added a bit more details to this old lady's face. And um, yeah, I I think I'm going to end this one here. I think this is quite a fine, fun topic. I really enjoyed this one. Um, and I wonder what you thought about it and how you feel. And you know, are you healthy? <laughs> uh, are there healthy people out there who just don't enjoy pain for the sake of it or for no reason? Who don't associate so much self-worth to the ability for sticking through difficult things because they are difficult? Who, without no, with no context and no detail, just knowing that someone did something difficult, say, hey, that's good. That's a virtue. They're a strong person. They're a good person. Good on them. But who actually... Um, need a bit more context before they say good job for sticking through something painful? Are there people who train themselves to recognise situations that they can pull out of better? And oh, before I end it, actually, that makes life so much longer because if you just train yourself to stick through things, it's the choice is out of your hands completely for when that thing will be over. Something can be terrible and you'll be stuck with it forever because you're not going to quit, you have quit. And you're just up to fate and your your life is in the hands of other people. And of course, fate plays a huge role in our life. Anyway, I'm not trying to escape it, but we can use our reason a bit too. Uh, we can use our control a bit too, I think. And if, if we have a good sense of, you know, leaving things and pulling out, I think we have a much higher chance of striking on to something that is actually worth it and exercising grit because we need to, not because we enjoy it. Um, and therefore a higher chance of success and pleasure overall and peace pleasure peace and acceptance um i think it would be the ideal combo but yes i felt as if this was really casual i think putting this top on um so i'm wearing a kind of a sweater um and i've never worn a sweater on camera before i've actually never owned a sweater until a few days ago when i bought this um it's very casual wear and i feel as though it's kind of seeping into my personality <laughs> i'm talking differently maybe i should wear something white and see how much that changes me but anyway um that is me done thank you so much for spending this time with me if you did i hope you have a wonderful rest of the day be kind to yourself and others and don't keep everything you think thanks bye